thought we were too good. The mighty Red Raiders, oh yeah, poo poo, fucking Baylor, fuck you. And fuck me, and fuck everybody. That is fucking bullshit. Welcome to the Surly Horns podcast. It's your host, I'm a Mac, and your host, RGB3. I'm suffering from severe battered horn syndrome, very depressed. Yep. Not great. Um, it's never a great, you know, until Texas can get back to actually winning football games, uh, things aren't going that great. Uh, I tell you what is going great, though. My Astros in the World Series so far, one and one as you're, no, I, yeah, uh, be one and one as you're listening to this. Um, going into game three, I was at game two, and let me tell you, I am hung over. <laughs> it, it, a 24-hour hangover? Oh, uh, yeah. It might be a two-dayer. Um, it was... So, I don't get hangovers too bad. Like, we, normally I'm just tired, get a little bit of upset stomach, don't really want to eat. Um, and I don't I don't get the headaches. I don't get any of that, you know, kind of bullshit. Um, but, yeah, definitely off my game today. Um, but, yeah, we started... I took a half day... And uh, me and my buddy Ubered down from the Woodlands down to Biggio's. So we're at Biggio's um, at 1230. Uh, well, buckets of beer there, the good 16 ounces, It's you get five Crawford box. It's 37 bucks, which not too bad. <laughs> not too bad considering what I will tell you once we entered the stadium because it was insane. So 35 bucks there. So we both get a bucket of beer. Um, go through that. Um, they were selling jello shots there, um, for two bucks each. So we had no less than eight, I think. And this is from like 1230 to 430. We're on another planet. We had a couple Jaeger bombs. And, uh, then when we finished our buckets, you know, five beers, um, we switched to draft beer. So we had two drafts on top of that. So we're looking at seven beers and like eight jello shots each before we're even walking into the stadium. Which hindsight never should have left Biggio's at that point. Um, we get into the stadium, go to buy a round of beers. I always do, you know, pro gamer move. I just, I always get two. Just, yeah, you're going to drink them. You, you got to get two at a time. To. Yeah. Like buying one is the most, the biggest waste of time of all time. And you're, and you're already so drunk that it doesn't even matter if it gets warm. Oh, no. Yeah. No interest. And I'm so drunk that I won't let it get warm because that sucker's going down quick. Um, so go to um, check out uh, with my two beers, $35. I said, what? <laughs> Just laugh. I said, no way. Those are $17.50 each. 17, I guess it was $17.99. And this was for a Crawford Buck. Like, it's not like some premium beer. $17.99 for a draft, like, not even a can. So I'm looking at a 16 ounce draft beer. That is unfathomable the cans were i think 16.99 so you're paying a dollar less for more beer i mean it is that is that all astros games or is that just world series price just world series just world series normally you're looking at you know i expected half that yeah i thought she rang me up twice nope 17.99 for a beer it is it was unfathomable of course that didn't stop me I think I had four in the game, um, but at the same point, it it hurt. And I'll tell you what, the prices did not stop anybody. Uh, those lines were long as hell. The lines for the bathroom. How much were hot dogs? 
<laughs> I didn't even look. <laughs> I didn't even look, but I'm sure like, that their price is dollar hot dogs. Yeah, the, had to have the, been. the little the little dollar ballpark. Dollar, yeah, the dollar ones. Yeah, no, it was a uh, it was a shit show. And part of me and my soul, yes, I want the Houston Astros to win. But um, part of, part of me selfishly wants the Astros to be awful again. Like in 2013, I had season tickets, and there would be nobody around you, no line in the bathroom, no line to get a beer cheap ass beer prices. Cause they just wanted to get people in the door. Low key missed those days. Cause I was sitting up in the nosebleeds and they cram you in like you are butt to gut with the person next to you and the people in front of you and me being a, you know, a larger um, drunk human. I'm sure I probably wasn't the most pleasant person to sit next to. Um, but Hey, we survived it. Great game. Astros won convincingly. It it was awesome. Um, the roof was open, which I don't agree that the commissioner can just tell you if your roof can be open or closed, which I think is total fucking bullshit because it takes a, a sizable advantage away from the home team. Anyway, um, it was a great night. Uh, so we leave after the game, and there's this little shitty bar on Jackson Street. I don't even know what it's called. I don't care to know the name of it. Um, it's literally the only bar left down there besides Biggio's. Yeah. 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 It's because they used to have the bus and home plate and then COVID wiped those two out. So they demolished them, turned into a parking lot. I think they're going to end up putting like some kind of bar strip kind of like Wrigleyville does. Um, But this little ass bar was fucking packed. And so at this point we're 12, 14, 15 beers deep, um, multiple, multiple shots my brilliant idea was I get to the front of the line. I said, yeah, give me four Crawford box and two air bombs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're partying. The so, Astros won. The Astros won, baby. Yeah. So, it, cause we walked out of the stadium and we looked at Uber prices to get back $250. So I'm like, no, we're just sitting here and we're going to drink till these instead, are lower. We'll, instead we'll go spend $250 at the bar. <laughs> and you know, what's funny. So I get four Crawford box, two for me, two for my buddy, and and a Jagerbomb each. Um, that bill was cheaper than buying four beers inside the stadium, like or two beers inside of the stadium. Sorry, it was like thirty bucks. I was like, okay, yeah, we could drink here. So then we drank there for another like hour and a half. People are shit faced, but we have a table, and uh, our Uber was only a hundred and thirty bucks <laughs> to get home. We'll take it. Oh, so. I mean, you saved you saved a hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, I hope Yo. you didn't tip anybody inside the stadium because that's ridiculous. No, absolutely not. Absolutely, and 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 even when you're checking out with your card now, it it doesn't have an option. Well, I guess it has it. It says fifteen percent, twenty percent, twenty five percent to tip or no tip. Well, it's like, bro. First of all, I didn't have any cash on me, and normally when you go and you get two beers the most you're going to tip somebody two bucks a buck a beer that's that's the rule it's always the rule but i'm not tipping somebody 15 fucking percent on a, on 36 dollars worth of beer to, to, untenable. To, to just grab two that are poured or to just literally crack crack, one. crack. yeah <laughs> crazy but yeah either way i'm surviving i made it to work i made it put the kids down and now i'm recording a podcast here at 9 30 so i'm just rolling on i'm gonna sleep like a fucking horse here in a minute so how are your balls 
they are freshly shaven. They are they are baby smooth. They are smooth as a seal. Uh, and you know why? Because a little bit. Oh, I did ball refresher. And I put some on. Uh, I put some on um, after a workout. Um, the the powder, the anti chafing or whatever. Oh yeah! For those it who don't great. know what we're talking about, it's our sponsor, Manscaped. Um, and our esteemed host, RGB three, was using the Lawnmower four to get a smooth shaven, manly area. Yep, my taint has never felt fresher. <laughs> it's great. It really is. And we're not even just like trying to hawk this stuff. Well, I mean, we obviously are, but uh, we're not even just saying this. You know, we would never lead the surly listeners astray. Um, legitimately, the lawnmower 4.0 is fucking awesome. Like, it doesn't nick your skin. It doesn't cut. Like, it's not going to be one of those that gives you like even razor burn or anything like that. You don't even have to look whenever you're getting at your gooch. You don't even. You don't even have to look. You just kind of go down there and just. And then your gooch is just fresh. It's got a, uh, it's got a, it's even got a light on it. You can see down in that, you can see down in that dark hole back there. <laughs> you can, it's super clean, but uh, use the promo code SurlyHorns to take 20% off your order plus free shipping. And I legitimately could not recommend it more. It is awesome. Everybody, if you're, first of all, if you're not trimming um, down there, your wife or girlfriend or multiple sugar babies um, will absolutely thank you. After uh, you use the lawnmower 4.0 down there, it's a it's a game changer. Don't let don't let that shit become a jungle. Also, if you already own one, buy one for your lady. Yep. Hey, it's not just your gooch. Her gooch needs love too. Her gooch <laughs> needs love too. <laughs> okay. Um. So I have a, a funny story from yesterday. Uh. I, you know, did everything with my family and my kid went to sleep and I was joking with my wife because there was an H-E-B that had its grand opening yesterday at Oak Hill. So right off of 1826 and 290, uh, there's a new H-E-B for everyone to go and get their groceries and whatnot. And I live out this way and um, I jokingly said, I'm going to go check out the new H-E-B and like see what they've got because I thought. There was going to be a restaurant like they do in those neighborhood ones. And like, you know, maybe they would a barbecue have like, or the like chicken, a, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where they've, they've got like the deli where you can get ordered sandwiches and and whatnot. But um, it wasn't that. But I got to H-E-B. At, I, I want to say I left my house at 831. I was in the H-E-B parking lot at 844. And it was fucking packed it was <laughs> packed out there was not a fucking place to park except for like way out in the boonies in the parking lot so whatever i just park i get out and i i go into the newest heb that i have ever personally been into and let me tell you i can tell you all kinds of stuff that heb sells when they're open uh but i go in and i uh had sent my wife a message and I said, the HEB is lit. Cause I didn't tell her where I was going. I just mentioned it in passing earlier. And, uh, she shot the idea of us to go doing a family visit to the grand opening down. So I just left. And I think she thought I was just going to go get some fast food or something. 
And I sent her a selfie of me in the packed house parking lot at HEB and just said, HEB is popping. So I go into this fucking maxed out parking lot HEB and it really, it doesn't feel that crowded. They did a pretty good job making it expansive, ridiculously expansive. So, you know, I'm just walking around. I'm not even buying anything. My wife texts me and she's like, LOL, are you even there to get anything? And I said, no, I can pick you up a bottle of wine and, you know, whatever. And she said that we needed Parmesan cheese and uh, heavy cream. So I just go and uh, get some Parmesan cheese and some heavy cream and then, you know, just wander about, see what the selection's all about. They have like a nice little meat counter. Um, the deli is kind of just like the whatever deli that's in every HEB. But the one thing that I saw in this HEB that I haven't seen anywhere else, except for maybe a central market, um, is they had the ready meal area. They have like a whole section of the store that's just like three refrigerated rows of just like ready to cook meals. Those pre-packaged ones from HEB. Did you get the brisket queso? The brisket queso is awesome. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's so good. Um, and but they had all of that and uh, all their you know prepackaged sandwiches that are made fresh, all the sushi, all of that in one area. And so uh, I picked up. They have the hot area out in front, and uh, they had some barbecue sandwiches and so, you know the rotisserie chickens. And uh, I picked up a bundle of twelve tamales for like eight bucks, and a, a, a pack of that El Gallo jalapeno green salsa mm -hmm. and uh and a wild red and i just checked out and it was great you know it was just a little quick tour through the brand new heb but the one thing that i saw in that store that was like wow this is not like any other heb i've ever seen was i was cruising through the meat section and i was like oh for sure they have like you know they've got they've got some beef that they're trying to like show off on the grand opening day. So I stroll by and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look at the briskets and see what they've got. And of course, you know, they've got their, their choice briskets that are just there. They had a ton of prime briskets and I was like, well, that's great. Um, and then out of the corner of my eye, I peeked a Wagyu brisket. Oh yeah. At HEB. And I was we like, have them all the time. <laughs> we, uh, at a, yeah, my HEB that I go to at my house, Never a problem. Honestly, they even have, so mine has, they always had the Wagyu briskets, the the Snake River Farms, um, which always look fantastic. Um, then they have the Prime Choice. They have the regular packer. I always just get a regular packer, whatever. You turn a $30 piece of meat into what tastes like a $200 piece of meat. Um, what always makes me laugh is the ones that, first of all, if you haven't trimmed a brisket, know that it's like the easiest fucking thing in the planet. Oh, is the, the deckle, the deckle removed brisket deckle for like removed $3 a like, pound more? Yeah, insane. Eight, you can you can legitimately buy yeah a deckle fat removed brisket almost for the same price as a prime one. You know, like wh who's buying that? Who's smoking a brisket that doesn't understand how to remove the decal fat and trim? You know who is doing that? People that have fucking Traeger grills. <laughs> People who don't know how to fucking smoke meats. As a you Traeger know, user, I know how to smoke meats, sir. <laughs> fucking fucking uh, Mark Zuckerberg, fucking idiots. 
I love that that YouTube smoke video. Meats. Yes, smoke meats. Uh, what was the? What did he ch- he change? Meta is that what it's called now? What? what yeah, was, yeah it, the, the name of the company that Mark Zuckerberg is like the still supreme ruler of is now called Meta. Why? What? Like all I think about is Meta World Peace. At that point, <laughs> like they need to get him as a spokesperson. I don't know, but uh, I, I just hope that the company fails. I hope it does, yeah. but Instagram is just going to carry that fucking company forever. They're forever. never going to. They're never going to d- get into. Any, the, nobody wants to get rid of Instagram. Everybody loves Instagram. Instagram's great, except for that it's owned by this fucking evil corporation named Meta. Yep, Meta. What a name. Facebook used to be so fucking great. I remember, like, when I was. When I signed up, you had to have a college email. Yeah, yeah, instead of dot edu. Yeah, dot edu. And so, the second I got my dot edu, I signed up, and that's and, that and it was only certain there. schools. It was only certain schools. Yep, and then um, eventually, you know, the, what what where everything went wrong for Facebook is when they started letting grownups be on it. <laughs> like I remember it was like my favorite thing was ha- after Halloween, you'd see all the, the hot chicks, you know, post pictures in their slutty Halloween costumes. And now it's just somebody's drunk uncle sharing political memes that nobody gives a fuck about. That's all Facebook is now. The only reason Facebook, I still have Facebook is literally, it's literally the worst aspects of cloakroom. Yes. But, but, uh, literally a million times more. Yeah, it's cloakroom that leaked out, and and so I'm not a political guy at all. I can't fucking stand politics. I have no interest. Like I said, we're not a cloakroom podcast. The only reason why I have Facebook on my phone still is it's a birthday app reminder, so I don't miss like my sister's birthdays and shit. Other than that, I have zero interest in being on it, posting on it, looking at it. Just it just needs to die. And then I'll just get a different birthday calendar app. <laughs> it's just I, I deleted yeah. my Facebook so long ago. Uh, it, it's ridiculous. I don't have I, I don't have any any Meta uh, related or owned accounts in any way, shape, or form. I do not support that company in, in any way. We That's do a lie. We have a surly Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we do have a surly Instagram. Go follow it. Yeah, at surly horns. It's got three pictures up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's yeah, whatever. Fuck that company. Meta, stupid name for a stupid company. We're about to have four pictures up because I'm I'm posting one live. So listeners, freshly shaven balls by Manscaped. Here's yeah, here's my. Oh no, I guess we have uh four. I don't even know how to post things on here. Okay, add post. Uh, all right. So what we're gonna talk about next is not Longhorn football um, because I can't even bring myself to talk about it. Uh, there's been a lot of fucking coaches that have been fired. Uh, not Steve Sarkeesian, yes. but a lot of other coaches have been fired or have agreed to mutual terms of separation. Ed Orzeron at LSU, less than 24 months after winning a national championship and being the only team in the history of college football to go 15 and 0 was yeah. was mutually mutually agreed upon terminated that's just insane and, and now this week they just don't have enough players to practice 
<laughs> a good thing they're only playing Alabama. <laughs> good. Yeah. At practice. Is it a we COVID outbreak or they just injured or they just don't care anymore? I, I think that Ed Orgeron was like, fucking, what are they gonna do? Fire me? Uh <laughs> what are you gonna do? Fucking press conference, at the press conference, everybody knows what the terms of his contracts are. Everybody knows that he's getting whatever sixteen point nine million dollars or something. It's a buyout. Plus being paid nine and change a year for the last two seasons to suck fucking donkey dick. And not that there's anything wrong with sucking donkey dick. But <laughs> mule for dick. those donkey dicks, so yeah, mule dick suckers. <laughs> um, but he says, I think I'll be all right. I have enough money to buy a cheeseburger. <laughs> he hey, he was like the second highest paid coach. Nine mil. He's making nine million dollars off of that man should thank Joe Brady. Still making nine million dollars. Still, still making nine million dollars, right? Crazy. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh if you don't know, um he approached a young lady, uh a young, fine looking lady at a gas station who had workout gear on. And <laughs> He said, you have workout gear on. We should work out. And she was like, no, that's fine. And and he was like, oh, okay. And she was like, I'm I'm married and pregnant. And he was like, what does that matter? So that person, <laughs> so not that's creepy enough. That person was married to one of the members of the Board of Regents for LSU. <laughs> mistake. <laughs> what a mistake. That I mean, and what are the chances too? Like, I guess you don't I, often just randomly find a you know a donor's wife out in the wilderness. I guess it's Baton Rouge, so everybody's <laughs> right there. They all go to the same fucking Um Anyway, Matt Wells <laughs> has also been terminated, uh, but no one actually gives a single fuck that Matt Wells was fired. Everybody just. Wants to know when trailer starts, <laughs> dude. I don't know if they're gonna be able to get trailer. I think trailer has eyes on bigger shit, especially if he can, can keep this shit up at UTSA. I mean, say for instance, Jimbo goes to LSU. I mean, I think A and M would be smart to hire trailer. Honestly, I, I think it's a fucking nightmare for Texas if if he ends up hiring trailer at, at Aggie. Um, I think that trailer might would probably prefer TCU too, which I think that's coming over. I think Gary Patterson's going to get fucking fired. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to get trailer. Um, and that'll just be fucking hilarious if he turns him down. I'm sure he probably has a standing offer right now from from Tech. Um, because I'm going to laugh my ass off too if these dumb motherfuckers are the ones that let Art Briles back into college football. There's no way. There's zero Dude. Um, so there, there's also another, because nobody gives a shit who coaches tech. They're going to suck forever. It's so fucking cute that this coach is actually having a fairly decent season and they fucking fire him like way prematurely. And oh, yeah. they're talking about how they need to be ranked and fucking all this shit. Like it, Texas tech, tech is a fucking dumpster program and you're in the fucking trash conference. It's irrelevant after this year in a shitty Shut ass city up. too, in a fucking terrible ass city. Who wants to go to Lubbock? Nobody. I don't Nobody, Nobody, Nobody wants to go to fucking Lubbock. 
You know who wants to go to Los Angeles, though? Lots of fucking people. And USC is a damn good coaching job. And they yep. just keep hiring fucking idiots. They got, they got like, there's no, there's no, there's no curse from Pete Carroll, right? There's no Pete Carroll curse. He just, well, besides the uh, NCAA infractions, that was a curse, but <laughs> yeah, he chunked the deuces. He did his own thing. He never looked back. And, and well, guess what? It turns out that Pete Carroll may just be a really good fucking coach. So yeah. they just can't hire anybody. And, and it's so crazy. So, there's Carson Palmer's apparently involved in the recruiting of head coaching talent for USC at this point. I don't know who the fuck put Carson Palmer in charge of fucking anything, anything. but he's obviously <laughs> he's obviously doing more harm than good because he <laughs> brought up Mike Tomlin's name and the media he shut that shit down quick. <laughs> the media Asked Mike Tomlin about this, and I'm just going to play the clip. Some Palmer connecting you to some college jobs. Hey guys, I don't have time for that speculation. I mean, that's a joke to me. Um, I got one of the best jobs in in all of professional sport. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? Um, that'll be the last time that I address it. And not only today, but moving forward. Never say never, but never. Okay. Anybody else got any questions about any college jobs? There's not a booster with a big enough blank check. Anyone else? All right. Thank you. Anybody asking Sean Payton about that? You know, anybody asking Andy Reid about stuff like that? Fucking wow, dude. How, like, I couldn't <laughs> imagine, I couldn't imagine a better way to handle that question when, when, when the media asks you. I think it's so funny whenever they're like, you know, oh, Jimbo denies going uh, or denies wanting to go to LSU or whatever. And uh, he's like kind of hemming and hawing about it. Like, oh, well, I'm really happy here at AM. i I'm so happy about it. But never really like 100% foot down denies the shit out of it. Um, Mike Tomlin did. <laughs> Mike Tomlin said, I'm like, how dare you even fucking ask me, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I love how he, uh, you know, at the end there. Anybody else have any questions about it? And then, and then his little helper person is like, anybody? Anybody? Yeah, I like that he said basically <laughs> like, uh, wish a booster would. Like he basically just said, wish a booster would. And it's like, hey, <laughs> nobody could afford me. It's like, buddy. Well, I mean, we we put twelve million dollars on the table for Urban Meyer. I think we can afford you. All right. So you know who else is going to get fired? Are are. You know, everybody who wanted to hire him here is probably feeling pretty fucking stupid, but James Franklin about to get his ass fucking fired at Penn State. Ah, I don't know about fired. I think fired, he's going to... Straight yeah. fired. I think he's going to end up at LSU. Nine, nine overtime loss. You know, it's like the worst loss in the history of the NCAA. That was crazy. That was crazy. How um, do you only score fucking... What did they score? 16 and nine fucking nine. overtimes? You have fucking, 18. you have, that's insane. It is insane. It is insane. I don't think he's going to get fired. I think he's going to end up taking one of these jobs. I think he's going to end up at LSU or somebody like that. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think, uh, you know, I guess we could do a prediction, um, at least for these three jobs. Um, Cause I think, uh, I think sweaty Gary's going to get fired. 
um, from TCU. I think you don't think Baylor just hires Aranda, or do you you think they're going to try and like do something else? I hope so. Aranda's a good coach. I mean, if I'm LSU, well, I think LSU is going to try to have an absolute home run hire. I think they're going to go absolutely balls to the wall. Um, I keep hearing stuff about Lane Kiffin, or not Lane Kiffin, uh, Lincoln Riley. Um, well, hell, Lane Kiffin could be a name too. I don't know why if you leave Ole Miss for LSU like that, but um, I, I don't know. OU would match. I, I don't think yeah. they could pull Lincoln because OU would just match. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and said, I don't think it's any more attractive. Perennial top ten program. They've won the fucking conference six six years in a row. There's they're yep. not gonna fucking let Lincoln Riley go for any amount of money. Nope, and they'd be stupid too. Um but yeah, no, I think uh I think they're gonna make a big run at Jimbo. I mean, that contract that raised Jimbo just got puts him basically at the exact same level that they were already paying Edo. That he was making nine, Jimbo's now making nine. Um, all the, and, and there's still no buyout. There's if they want Jimbo, all they literally have to walk over to Jimbo and be like, "Hey, do you want to coach at LSU? We'll just match every dollar on your contract, and the movers will be here on Tuesday." Like he could go to Baton Rouge in a heartbeat. I think they'd be stupid too. I still think Jimbo is j- just not a fucking good coach. I don't care what they're ranked. I don't care if they beat Alabama. I. I don't think he's a fucking good coach. That offense is putrid. And I think all the success he's had so far, you can thank that directly to Mike Elko. All right. So another thing that we need to talk about is uh, I need to eat crow uh, because you told me that the Big Ten fucking blows. And it turns out that they <laughs> suck. Told you. Balls. They're told terrible. You. They're absolutely <laughs> dog shit garbage. And Ohio State it must be really bad. Yeah. They must be really bad this year. They must be having a bad season. And you know what's fucking hilarious is Ohio State is bad. And there's a person that left high school early to go there. He did. He's not having a good time. No, he's, he does not seem to be. He went He went deer hunting <laughs> during a road game. They sent him, I guess they called it, uh, mental health break of some sort. Um, but yeah, Quinn Ewers, uh, that portal's probably looking pretty good. And He's if take that, the money and run, take the money that, and run. Fucking, if that happens, I'm going to sign a three year, $1.3 million NIL deal with me. Fuck you. I'm out of here, bitch. And I bet you there's no contingency at all if the, if he leaves. I bet you there's it can't absolutely. Be. It's a, it'd be fucking illegal for their team. Yep. So that's right. That's exactly right. Oh my god! I will laugh so fucking hard if he's getting paid one point four million dollars and throwing footballs at the University of Texas. Do uh, I think it's gonna? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that he comes here. I don't know that he'll be welcome. I think he will. I think. I think he'd be welcome. I think it would be one of those. Hey, I think my my dream scenario for this is I want a staring contest between Arch and yours about who gets the spot and. Hey, first person to blink wins. I want to see, you know, hey, if yours is in, I'm happy with yours. If Arch is in, I'm happy with Arch. Give me one of the two. That's all I need. Give me one of the two. All right. So, so one thing that we, you know, this is the start of a much larger conversation. Even though Quinn Ewers isn't officially in the portal yet, just like Zach Evans isn't officially <laughs> in the portal yet. But there have been some very big portal moves this far into the season, I guess we're past the halfway point and some teams that are like 
maybe just going to play in a dog shit bowl game or maybe not even going to be bowl eligible are just saying, you know what? Fuck this. I get one free transfer. I think I've put enough on film to just call the fucking season right now. And so you've got the five-star quarterback from Tennessee who has started this year saying, fuck this, I'm out. The starting quarterback at Tennessee is like, yeah, fuck you guys, I'm done. <laughs> Was he the starter? I thought he got hurt or something. I mean, whatever. If the starter I don't got, fucking I don't watch know. He started football. a bunch of fucking games. Dude's, dude's <laughs> done. Dude said, fuck this, I'm out. I'm out this bitch. They've got uh, there's an offensive lineman from Oregon who is a, a, just a very large and good. You know, and we we're in that, team. by the way. So we're in, wondering, we're, in we're in that recruitment. Uh, his second choice was Alabama, and Flood and Banks were his primary recruiters. So I think he wants to go home. Probably wants to go play at BYU, but um, yeah, it seems like he has some connect uh, family connections on the BYU staff too. Um, but. I mean, we're going to full court press for that guy. Any any influx of offensive line talent at this point is absolutely needed. Yeah, and if you are a fan of the recruiting board or football in, in general from the recruiting side, uh, this season is going to be like no other for the transfer portal. There oh, is yeah. a, there's a, there's a transfer portal thread, and the title of it is Portal Combat. So go check out that thread. <laughs> It's a really good read, especially the last like five or six pages have been fucking off the chain hilarious. <laughs> Just people wish casting all kinds of insane things. Uh, people reporting bogus shit. I mean, it's it's a it's a really crazy time. CTJ and telling it, stories about Vegas for some reason that everybody wanted to dispute that he wasn't in Vegas or he wasn't watching it or I I I don't I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, so the the transfer portal is uh, open for I, I I dare say business, but like yeah. I have a feeling that the transfer portal is going to be kind of like the new thing. Did you see the LSU linebacker that was the number one JUCO prospect that actually happens to be very good at football, also in the transfer portal? The yeah, great wide receiver smart. from Alabama. Yep. Definitely, definitely getting into the transfer portal, probably coming to Texas. Yep, he was already liking Texas shit on Twitter. I think it's going to be, so for people that, you know, like us, that are pissed and tired and, you know, basically just over the whole fucking season at this point, um, there is going to I don't be. Even, I don't even give a shit if they win 80 to zero at Baylor. It doesn't <laughs> move the needle to me. There is going to be so much roster turnover. People are not going to be prepared for it. And Texas is going to lose some good players or good high recruited players is what I'll call them. Cause I don't think there's many good players on this fucking roster right now. Um, I, over under transfers in and out. I'm going 40 legitimately 40. I think that they are going to cut so much fat off and then they're just going to raid the portal for as much as they possibly fucking can. If you're, Sitting on the fucking roster at the end of this, it means you're a player worth keeping. Because, um, like, backup punter, fucking see ya. We have two punters on scholarship, and our kicker's punting. Two. That's two fucking scholarships. You think Saban does that? God, no. God, no. There's going to be massive amounts of turnover, and everybody's going to be slitting their wrists when somebody half-decent, you know, oh, no, Tyler Johnson, he was a high-rated four-star. It's like, what is he doing? 
He's not doing anything. Trim the fat, cut it off, get rid of it, rebuild the roster from the fucking studs up. Yeah, I mean, they should just say, if you're not making $10,000 in NIL deals, you're fucking, you're cut from the team. Yep. Go find your fucking deals. Be good enough to go find a fucking deal. Uh, yep. Okay, I guess we have to talk about Baylor. Uh, do we? Uh-huh. <laughs> Baylor, Baylor's a good team. They're a good football team. Somehow they're only favored by three they're points. The, they're home. the golden. They're the no. They're 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 minus three, right? Yeah, I know. That's why I said favored by three at home. Yeah, they're um. Yeah, they're they're the golden. They're the golden bears. Um, they play in a stadium that you can uh tailgate in a boat. Uh, RGB three or R R G three. Not yeah, RGB3. there you go. Yeah, RG three. I get tagged yeah. on Twitter no less than ten times a week for RG three. I don't know how yeah. you throw a B in there, but he he um, it's because you're so popular on Twitter. That's he it. is um, you know, he he graduated from there and and won a Heisman while he was there. Uh, Matt Rule, he used to coach there, and and he took their like one one win team, and then and then like went to the conference championship game or something, or like was going to compete. I don't know what the fuck happened. It was that year that everything got all fucked up. And then Matt rule got hired by the Carolina Panthers to be a head coach in the NFL. He's, he seems to be doing okay. Yeah. It's not, not good, but yeah. he's doing okay. Um, yeah. a, a lot of people, uh, have been talking about one, one player exclusively on Baylor's roster. Like it fucking matters. Uh, but everybody's talking about this 350 pound nose tackle, like nose this fucking Domicong Sue. <laughs> and, and, uh, like, here's a spoiler alert. He's not. <laughs> Nobody is. Nobody ever will be. That, I still have nightmares about that fucking Big 12 championship game. Um, uh, so I don't know how we won that, but. I fully expect that, uh, the offensive line, uh, does absolutely no blocking whatsoever uh against this Baylor team and and then they're going to blame it on this fat guy who is <laughs> one one person uh who who all you have to really do is run know, to the outside run, run a bootleg thing <laughs> to the outs just everything should just not be in between the tackles and you know deal with it and I hope cuz uh, cuz I don't think that they're going to block him no, I hope uh, Jake Majors ate his Wheaties because I'm sure he's going to have to <laughs> block this big ass dude. And I think Jake Majors weighs like 190 pounds. So um, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I actually, f- I have a feeling, and this is going to be me. And I can already hear Sidney Carton texting me, calling me a fucking sunshine pumping idiot. But uh, I think we win. I think, I think we, have, I think we win in a close oh, game. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't care. It doesn't yeah. matter if we win. Yeah. It's a, it's the, that's not what it's about anymore. But like also, I said, if, if they win 80 to zero, like, does that change anything? So what? You beat the Baylor fucking Bears? Fuck Baylor. Baylor is a school that systemically raped women yep. in Waco for damn near a decade. We're Fuck the white Baylor. Women Fuck Baylor. Fuck everything about Baylor. Fuck their cheating ass basketball program. Yes. Fuck their stupid football team. 
fuck that stupid fat motherfucker that plays nose tackle and fuck everyone on their roster. Anybody that commits there is a piece of shit. <laughs> and and it's irrelevant. And it's irrelevant if Texas wins. Completely irrelevant. Hey, I want um to watch them win. Is that a hot take? <laughs> I feel like it might be a hot well, take. I'd love, I'd love I, you know, I'd love to see them win, but the <laughs> the fact is that that my football season has already been ruined. Yeah. So it can't true. get any worse. That's true. It well, can't get it any worse. It that says somebody forgot about Charlie Strong. Um, like if we go, oh, to dude, the- I fully expect Kansas almost fucking beat Oklahoma, dude. Oh, I, my God. I guess we can talk about Should've. last week's slate of games, but yeah, Oklahoma fucking sucks. You know how I know this team sucks because Oklahoma is dog shit and should have lost to Kansas, except the refs. We're just like, oh, no, Oklahoma will allow you to win. The momentum was stopped on that fucking Caleb, William play, Caleb Williams play that everybody's like backwards jerking off. Yeah, it's, 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 that was a great play if it wasn't like not, uh, you know, illegal and right. progress was stopped. And also, it, imagine what people would be saying if he actually fucking fumbled that football and lost to Kansas. Uh, I, but I mean, dude, but you know, the same thing could be said. Like, that everybody's like, I've never seen a play like that. It's insane. That kid's got an IQ that said, it's like, dude, did you not watch Vince Young in the fucking Rose Bowl? Yeah. Like, Vince Young just like, whoop, right? Did some crazy shit and, you know, it worked out. So, uh, Caleb Williams he may be pretty good at football, though. He may be pretty yeah, good probably. At but uh, Kansas definitely not good at football. Definitely in an empty ass stadium where they just said free admission. Come on in. Anyone's allowed. <laughs> We're not even going to check fucking tickets. Uh, they they still couldn't even get it to like twenty percent capacity at their fucking pathetic nope. stadium. Fuck the Big Twelve. This conference is dog shit. And the Texas lost to that fucking Oklahoma team. Yep. Texas Oklahoma lost to that State. Oklahoma, Oklahoma team. State loses to Iowa State. Yep. Which that also, Iowa State. Did, did you see the uh, touchdown that was called back for Iowa State for taunting? When the oh, guy yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Barely high-stepped. Are you kidding me? Whatever. I mean, fucking dog big shit. 12 big 12 refs. Um, big 12 refs. Golly. Yeah, they're trying to help Oklahoma State. You know, they're trying to make uh, the bedlam worth something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but who knows? Um, they're, Kansas State is uh, also bad at football. Kansas oh, is bad at football. Baylor is not good at football. Texas Tech just fired their coach because apparently they're bad at football. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, the Texas Longhorns are uh, what, like ranked fifth in the Big Twelve in this Something absolute like dog shit conference. Something like that. It's fucking just get me out of it. Just get just just all of it. But hey, we got something exciting though. Basketball season's almost here, and Chris Beard fucks. This guy is a stud. He is an absolute stud, and I could not be more excited to watch the basketball team. Um, you could even see it just at Big 12 media days. Everybody else is all sitting there and smiling, and Chris Beard's just, I'm going to assassinate these motherfuckers. <laughs> he, he looks like he's going to kill them. It's, uh, I, you know, I'm I'm looking forward very much to basketball season starting. He gets it. Uh, he gets I, it. 
I I am very much looking forward to it. And if anybody doesn't believe in the power of the portal, you can look at the softball team and the basketball team. There's like one guy from last year's roster on the team. Yeah, I think it's like Andrew Jones and Courtney Ramey. I think that's it. I think that's it. Two guys. Yeah. Yeah. There's 15 people on the fucking team, folks. That is all not just recruits, just like yoink, yoink, yoink. We all the guys that we, yeah, we we love all all of your great players. They are belong to Texas. So they even came knowing that some of these guys were going to be backups, like the Vandy kid who led the fucking SEC in rebounding. He's probably coming off the bench. And he transferred there knowing that. And the best part of all these guys, they're not a single, like, shock is one of Shaka's biggest problems was he got infatuated these fucking one-and-done guys that come in, they give you one season of an 18-year-old that you spend all your fucking time recruiting and getting. Like, a lot of these guys, sure, some of them are seniors, but some of these guys have multiple years to play, and they're not exactly high draft picks. That They, they might stick around two, three, four years. Um, you know, this Disu guy, he has three years to play. And, and you know, that's... It's 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 insane. That's what Texas has needed forever. It's you know you win. And not only that, wins. but five star, five star yep. alert. Yep. Uh, insane, insane. Get. Uh, Texas is on fire. Right. It's the. It's like the basketball program to watch. People yep. who don't care about Texas basketball but love college basketball are going to be tuning in to Texas Longhorns games. Yep, Dylan uh, Mitchell, if y'all didn't hear. Yeah, Dylan Mitchell, five-star, um, committed, because um, of course he did. If we want you, we'll get you. <laughs> That's it. And and oh, and man. picture this, picture this. I'm just going to point I'm just going to paint paint this beautiful magical picture in your brain. Next year, Moody Center's opening. Fucking stadium's going to be absolutely packed. And I'm not saying what banner, but we're unveiling a banner from this season. That would be insane. If you if you can hang a Final Four banner up there or something crazy like that, even a Sweet 16, like the crowd energy, you know you're going to have Matthew McConaughey doing some of that you know, Minister of Culture bullshit that he does. And it's going to be an insane, insane show. And like I said, we're just going to be a basketball podcast. Whatever. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to be a basketball podcast because I, yep. I just can't. My, my psyche is broken. <laughs> yeah, it's broken. I mean, this bye week, I, you know, I, I was, I was ready to, to be mad about it and maybe get over it. And then the more that I've had time to just stew on it, it's just like I'm, I'm so over how just poor that this team plays. Yeah, like they don't play to win, and it's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, on to some more recruiting talk. This time for football. Yeah. So, um, not just yours. Um, there is a now public bet that you can make on Arch Manning and where he is going to verbally commit to. And right now, Texas is the three to one favorite. Um, over Georgia. Um, let's see the uh, overall. So betting odds: Texas is at three to one. Then we got um, so the Longhorns are plus three hundred. 
Georgia is at plus 350. Alabama is plus 400. Um, Ole Miss at plus 450. And LSU at plus 500. Hey, might say something. I think they even have SMU on here. Is like they're like twenty two to one or something stupid. Like what the fuck? they'll take they'll take your fucking money if you're an idiot. Oh That's yeah, what Vegas is there for. Um, other than that, not really much happening. Uh, we've got Evan Stewart who is either trolling Aggie or trolling Texas or just looking for bags. Or I think he's trying to raise his uh, number. Is what I'll say. Um, so we'll see. There's not a lot, especially the bye week. It looks like Sark and company are getting out to games and um, seeing a lot of these high school kids. And I mean, especially where they're at now, I think they have what 20 commits, 19, 20 commits. I think you're looking at another five, six guys, and you know all these all these other ones are are bigger guys. You know the Devin Campbells, Denver Harris's, you know Jacoby Matthews, Evan Stewart's, and those are going to go down to the wire. Those are going to go down to signing day, um, at least the first signing day. So, I think for you know at least probably the month of November, things will probably be pretty quiet, and then December you'll really start to see some stuff heating on up. Heating on up. <laughs> Speaking of hot, hot food, it's everybody's favorite segment, the Fat Boy Minute. Let's go. On this week's <laughs> Fat Boy Minute, we will be talking about your favorite hangover food with a bonus Mike Leach question about Halloween candy. <laughs> yeah, we have to hit the Halloween candy. Uh, obviously, Halloween's coming up. Um, you know, we're both dads now so uh, the, gone are the days of crazy halloween parties where girls are dressing slutty in nurse outfits and, and it, now it's just us trick-or-treating and then the astros might be playing too so i'll probably just be drinking beer and and watching that but um favorite hangover food for me it's easy i need pizza i always need oh, pizza. Hot, hot ass slice of greasy pizza give me three of those and i'm back to life immediately Pepperoni, well, nothing what crazy. What pizza did you have today? <laughs> I, I didn't. So my stomach's been so messed up today. I have not eaten a bite of any food. All I've had are like three Diet Cokes and uh, just gallons of water. I haven't eaten anything. My stomach's actually, I'm probably going to need to eat a protein bar or something. But normally it's, yeah, give me give me a couple slices of pizza, dip it in some ranch, and then maybe a little hair of the dog too. You know, throw in something easy. Give me a screwdriver, something like that. You know, mimosa. I'm, I'm, I'm man enough to admit I love a good mimosa, and a mimosa, uh, a man mosa, man mosa for sure. And then, uh, yeah, and then after that, I'm usually, I'm usually set. Um, secondary, I love me a good like breakfast. Give me some bacon and eggs, you know, or like a, a especially like bacon eggs on toast. Give me like a melted toaster from Waffle House. Oh yeah, um, or just a you know hamburger everybody's good with it you know get you a greasy ass cheeseburger something with grease soak it up uh so you're you're like a grease hangover guy i am like a fucking super spicy just like spice bomb i need something that is just like gonna set my mouth on fire and like wake my body up so i (laughs) am i'm a huge 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 fan of um, either spicy like soups or Ooh, like super super spicy yeah well, I mean pho that you can make Ramen. really spicy mm-hmm. or um, uh, I really really love a super super spicy like Diablo hot 
fried rice. Just oh yeah, chicken fried rice I as a hangover. It's me a good absolutely. Fried rice. It just settles everything, <laughs> right? The rice, it's it's good for you, and then the super spice is like gets my body going again, and then you just kind of have to. You know, Extra sriracha on and, top. And sriracha. Yeah, yep. absolutely. That's my whole thing. Um, and then, you know, secondary, if I can't get any of that, uh, any kind of tacos. Yeah. I just love tacos. When I saw you after Arkansas. On the way back from Arkansas. Yeah. I just <laughs> yes. fucking ate all these tacos. Dude. <laughs> he got food enough for all four of us, and oh, he's the only one that ate, I think. <laughs> I no, think no. Wula Horn had, yeah, yeah. Wula yeah. Horn had, uh, he had one one order of the tacos. I had the other three. I didn't have a bite. I didn't. I just sat there and wallowed in my <laughs> just misfortunes and bad decisions. But all right, Halloween candy. Oh yeah. So this is the best. So uh, Reese's peanut butter cups off the bat. Number one choice for me. Number one contender. The full cups or the oh the, yeah the miniature cups. The full. The full. I need. I need the two biter. Or the one the extremely fuck? large fighter. What the fuck are you? Where, where are you fucking trick or treating? I'm in the woodlands, baby. You know what they got? These are we're talking full size candy bars up in this bitch. <laughs> they get full size Reese's up there. They get full size everything up here. There is a house legitimately that they set out a grab what you want station, like most people do. Bowl of candy, dump it in. Except they have the full size bars in their grab what you want bucket crazy like full-size crunch bars which would be my number two give me the Reese's Reese's cups and then I'm, I'm a crunch bar guy oh I I like crunch bars and ice cream uh not yeah. necessarily for Halloween but crunch bars and like it really any kind of ice cream but crunch bars and vanilla ice cream fucking super solid really and I love Reese's really cups good. and ice cream that's my favorite I'll get peanut butter ice cream with Reese's cups in, mixed in there if I go to like a marble slab oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um I number one, uh, we I have to say this, uh, fuck, fuck candy corn. I'm I'm in the fuck candy corn, solid fuck candy corn. Team candy corn, baby. Yeah, oh, I want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely team candy corn. I eat no, the shit no, out of it. I don't so care. Gross. I don't even think I like it. But if it's there once a year, yeah, give it's give trash. me a handful of candy corn. It's, it's probably trash. Compared to everything else, it's absolute garbage. But it's my garbage. I don't mind. I like the wax texture of it. I, I'm good with it. Oh, that. no. No, no. The other thing that I absolutely hate, it's not Halloween candy, but I'll, I'll like, just sneak it in. I also hate fucking Peeps. I fucking hate Peeps, and I hate <laughs> I don't like Peeps either. We can agree oh, on that. I'm not a Peeps yeah. guy. Those I aren't good. Like like the only fucking time it comes around is a holiday candy. Fuck that candy. That's some bullshit candy. The only reason it comes around is because nobody fucking likes it. And it's some False. gimmick bullshit. My favorite candy in the on the planet, it's Starburst Jelly Beans. And you can no, only dude, get them around Easter. No, we just have Starburst Jelly Beans. My wife, I we have like a bowl of them all the time in my house. My, my... I guess my HEB or my Target or whatever, I never see Starburst jelly beans except around sold Easter. out all the time because everybody loves them. They're, I mean, they're legitimately the best thing ever. They're so good. They're so Jelly Belly fucking sucks compared to Starburst ones. They're so much better. Anyway, back to Halloween candy. I am a really, I love dots. I love dots. Dots are like, 
if eh. if Halloween was like all the time. I know, I know. I don't they're know fine. why. I love dots. Love they're dots. Fine. Like they're uh, that's it's filler to candy to me. Dots, whoppers, all that kind of shit. It's all filler. Like Smarties, fuck off Smarties. Like oh, I'll you don't eat like Smarties? Smarties? I'll eat Smarties, but it's like there's so much better. I guess I'm more of a chocolate guy than a candy guy. Because I want, give me the Snickers, give me the Milky Ways, give me the Crunch Bars, all your crackles. Give me all those fucking crackles. I want them all. Twix. Yeah. Mr. Good Bar. Mr. Good Bar is great. I tell you what can fuck off, though. Oh, God, I lost it. Everything can fuck off. (laughs) I lost it. No, let's see. Oh, God. Oh, Three Musketeers can fuck off. Three Musketeers, garbage. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's, It's a Milky Way without the good part. The caramel is like the best part of it, and you're yeah. you're it's 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 nothing. It's a it's a nothing bar, especially the mini ones. A, a, a king size one I get because you get like the fluffy nougat, whatever the hell is inside of it. But like when it's a miniature one, it's just like eating fucking air. It's terrible. Okay, so hard candy nerds love nerds. Fucking love nerds. Hey, I'll even. I wish they would. I wish people would normalize giving out nerd ropes because I used to love nerd ropes. Yeah, nerd, nerd ropes, ropes makes me shoot, shoot ropes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, hard candy is is a hundred percent nerds for me. Um, the the like softer candy that Starburst you know, man. And, no, no, yeah, mine is is definitely the dots. Right. That's that's it. That's yeah. the dots are supreme for me. And then chocolate. My favorite chocolate Butterfinger by far, hundred percent. I I love I love Butterfinger, but yeah, give me Crunch Bar, Milky Way, you know Snickers, you know, Reese's Fast Break is is my favorite like oh, candy yeah. bar. Like that's my favorite, but that's that's you don't people get don't those. fucking put Fast Breaks in in your Halloween candy. I like sure. a good Take Five. Have you, uh, it's been years oh, since I had a Take the Five. Pretzels on my fucking god, pretzel. dude. That's my oh, favorite God. thing on this planet. Chocolate covered pretzels, the salty and the chocolate and sweet. Oh my God. Chocolate covered pretzels. I could go through an entire bag of chocolate covered so pretzels. Wife, my wife just hosted a uh, a, a, a baby sh- shower thing. I don't know. I don't know. The pregnant lady. I don't know if it's a baby shower. I don't know what it is. Anyway. Sprinkle or whatever. <laughs> but she bought all kinds of, you know, snackies and whatever. And uh, she bought. The white chocolate covered pretzels from Trader Joe's. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. I ate the whole fucking thing. The, those girls did they ate like a little. You know they nibbled on it. I fucking ate like the rest of the bag that night. There was like five left. <laughs> they're the best. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a much bigger milk chocolate guy than white chocolate. But dude, they're so good. Except I'll say this too: chocolate covered pretzel rods can suck my dick. The ones that like they're half dipped. Nope, no interest. It's like the chalky chocolate on it with sprinkles. No, just give me the regular milk chocolate pretzels. All right. And with that, we have reached the conclusion of this season three, episode 10 of the Surly Horns podcast. Hook them. Ghost Rose, hook them. <laughs>